It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast is brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Elevate your taste, spread your wings. Today, it's Tom McCarthy, right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast, and his excitement for the possible but official 2020 season. Right here, next on Pine Tar for Breakfast. In the air to left field, going back on it, it is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there, coming down. down! What up, and welcome to another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. Yesterday I had my play-by-play partner on, Scott Franski. Today, the great Tom McCarthy. And just a little insight on all this. Tom McCarthy is one of the biggest reasons why I've gotten into calling baseball games. And especially with the Philadelphia Phillies. So near and dear to my heart, near and dear to your ears, Tom McCarthy. Hey, Tom. Tom McCarthy, how are you doing? Hey, Kev. <laughs> I'm good, man. Are we going to talk RVing like you guys like you guys did yesterday, yesterday's podcast? Tom, it's not an RV. It's a <laughs> I tour thought it was an RV. <laughs> well, but that means you're going to have to somebody else definitively drive it. You guys can't drive a bus. No, no, no. Big Dave, that's my dad. He uh, he, he said he'd fly out and do it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that would be – it would be fantastic. Let's just be honest here. Like, uh, I it, think it's it, a great it's a idea. Way, it's a way for us to help build the Phillies brand, number one. It would be, yeah. be fun. But I feel like, look – You've it would done this smell for... terrible. It would smell <laughs> terrible. You've done this for now, you know, just either radio, TV, everything combined. How many years? So this is my 20th year in the big leagues. But, I mean, I, I did the minor leagues for seven years before that. So, uh, so yeah, it, we kind of did it in the minor leagues. Yeah, but, I mean, like, this is like, you know, doing play-by-play and, and, and you know, analyst work. That's it, – it, it's, it's like riding a bike for you. And for me, like, I, I'm – kind of it's not about being worried but it's just like it's a little unnerving at times thinking about like okay i'm gonna do this off the monitor for the radio how can i you know describe it and 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 get better at that it it was a way for me and uh you know talking to scott like hey if we can if they're gonna allow us to go on the road and we have to pair away do all that stuff like why not go i mean for me i I was thinking as a personal thing like just yeah i think it's i think it's a great idea if you could do it um, I think the fact that Major League Baseball is affording you guys the opportunity. Somebody asked me on Twitter why we weren't doing it, and I said, "Well, because our posse is a little bigger than yours. You know, yeah. we you have radio equipment, an engineer, and you two, and we have you know all these talented camera operators and you know and producer, director, and everybody in the truck is. We just couldn't do it logistically. We would love, I mean, love to do it. Uh, in fact, we would love to be part of the tour bus, but." You know, it's just not. We can't. Not we can't fit all of Ben's product on there, though. We cannot. 
we can't fit his 55 Yetis on there either. No. Although maybe we can get Yeti to sponsor it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeti See, and we, Yingling. Yeti and Yingling. There we go. I mean, I'm yeah. all in. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's awesome because we're finally being able to talk baseball. And it's, uh, you know, obviously the unknown with, with COVID-19 and, and how that's going to go. And, and, you know, many guys or, or others are testing positive um, for the virus. Uh, better now than during the season, you know, as, as long as they're healthy, it's better now saying it that way. Um, it, just your first thoughts, you know, and, and, you know, obviously it's a finally, it's, it's, you know, something off our backs. Like we're, we're we know that the season's going to happen if guys stay healthy, but your first thoughts. Well, I mean, I'm just happy that baseball's back. You know, you and I have talked about this before. We talked about it as a group when we were discussing the new rules. I mean, I think we're just excited baseball's back. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, people say that it's not a legitimate season because it's only 60 games. I, I think it's even more legitimate now than it's ever been yeah. because yeah. we're back playing and we're back getting a chance to, you know, provide a little bit of a respite to people who are looking for something to do. Yeah. Um, beyond all that, I mean, it's our jobs. I mean, we want to be back on the field. We want to be back, you know, calling games and, and being part of this. So, you know, is there an asterisk next to it? You can put an asterisk next to it if you want to, but I think this is the most important baseball season we've had in a long time because of what it can mean for society, too. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I was on uh, MLB Network Radio the other day doing a show with Casey Stern, and I said it is imperative that Major League Baseball and each organization takes this. Not a, It's not about taking it serious because you think they take it serious, but if you want to tank, you're, you're doing this game. You're doing our game an injustice. And, and I really feel like this is a time for those young teams that are, that are you know, still building and all that stuff. They can get hot in 60 games. Yeah. You know, and, and if, you, if you're going to get out there and, and, and compete and you're an organization, you're going to go out and, you know, continue to thrive to win, right? You, every day is going to go out to win. We're doing baseball a huge, huge you know, just like a little little push forward, a little push forward that way. I agree with that. I, I I think that you know this is an opportunity. I think it was Jason Stark was putting together you know what what teams' records were in a sixty game span last year, whereas the Phillies were obviously red hot the last couple of years in the first sixty games. I mean, you have an opportunity as any team to to do something here and get into the postseason and maybe build your product like your own brand. Yeah, I mean. That, to me, is huge. Uh, even beyond that, you know, we're talking about, you know, all these new rules and everything, Kev. I think it's also a chance for everybody to get a little creative, overly creative. Try something that you haven't tried before, whether it be on the radio broadcast, on the TV broadcast, in the stadium. I mean, maybe there's something that we've tried, that we've wanted to try, that we that we didn't, we have never been able to do before. Maybe we can do it now. You know, even the in-stadium stuff, you know, try to be creative yeah. with some of the stuff that's going to happen in the stadium. And, and it could be the littlest thing, but try to be creative with some of that stuff because maybe it sticks. You know, that's the thing. I mean, maybe some of this stuff sticks and you can, you know, carry it over to a full 162 schedule or not. Um, maybe there's there, there's certain things you can do. The, the advertisements on the uniforms. I mean, this is a perfect time to do that. I know they're not going to do that now, or at least that's the plan. It's little simple stuff like that. Yeah. Who cares if there's anything on the uniforms? The baseball traditionalists, great. I don't care. They never have this on. It's like, come on. 
Like, it, I, I, <laughs> you know, there there's so much that needs to be recouped this year. Yeah. That I think you try anything. I really do. You know, I was thinking about watching the golf the other day yep. and how, you know, they take breaks, but they still have the action in the box, you, the, the shadow box. Yep. Yeah. So if there's a trip to the mound, yep. you know, if, if somebody goes out to the mound, you know, take a break there, maybe recoup some of the dollars there, things like that. I don't know. I just think there's ways that you can be creative that maybe we weren't as creative before or we weren't allowed to do before. Maybe we can do them now. Yeah. And, and look, we could take it. At, like You and I have talked about this for football. You have the ultimate green screen, right? You can continue on that. I'm sure the football players would, would hate it for the fact that they don't get them, you know, the extra breaks and you know how tired they are. But I mean, soccer does it. Yeah. Soccer's able to go, you know, 45 minutes plus in each half without any commercials because it's in the corner. They have all the stuff around. It's like, look, if that bothers you as a fan, like you're really concentrating on the thing, the wrong things. Yeah. I just think that there's, I, I just think it's such an important year. You know, these 60 games, can put so much of an emphasis on a lot of things that we haven't seen before. I think it's a big year. I really do. And when you look at the the big year, uh, it, it's different when you're an East Coast team and you're starting the year off. It's April. It's cold. It's all that. Well, it's going to be July. It's going to be hot. Does that change how, you know, kind of – I'm not saying the way the game's played, but maybe the way guys come out of the shoot, maybe a little bit hotter than normal. Well, I, I do think it's going to put an emphasis on all these games. I mean, as long as you take it seriously, like you alluded to before, I think there's more of an emphasis on every one of these games. Not that there wasn't before, but I think that, you know, you're going to see you're going to see things take it even a little more seriously than in years past than, let's say, a May game mm-hmm. or a June game or even an April game. I think that the 60 games, if you are a legitimate winner, legitimate contender, um, you're going to put there's going to be such an emphasis on every single game that's played this year, I think, anyway. So, like you're saying, be creative and everything. And, and this is going to part of what you were talking about. So, the extra innings with the, the runner at second, you started off, and it's the last player that made the, the, the player that made the last out of the previous inning. Correct. Yep. Um, this is where this is where I feel like Major League Baseball could get and should get creative in this whole thing. Um, well, and it, well, it is, so, do you, so do you agree with the, the extra inning rule? Yeah, I mean, this year, absolutely. Next year, yeah, no chance. I, no chance. I would have waited. I probably would have waited. I, I a was couple innings? About this the other day. I would have waited a couple innings before I did it. Okay. I, I don't really, you know, I don't really have a problem with it, but I would have waited till to see if you can get, let's say it's scoreless going into the 11th or 12th, yeah. then do it. You know, give it an inning to, to see if, you know, you can get a, a run the normal way. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but I, I got a question for you though, and this yep. is this is this is what my idea has been. I have not thrown it out there to many people um, because I've wanted to hold on to this, but I'm going to tell you because I I, I, I freaking love you. You so, want I mean, this like, to be this is a transit rule? Uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, <laughs> so. You have the runner at second, and it's obviously the guy that made the last out. But here's the caveat. What happens in hockey when they go to a shootout? What happens? They're picked. The first three guys, the whole lineup is picked. So before the game, if it gets to extra innings, you have a lineup that is picked. So, And if guys are out of the game, you have to make adjustments. But let's say um, you, know, you get to that inning. Now you want JT, Bryce, and Reese right away. Now those guys get 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 in there. 
if they can go through and you set the lineup right behind that. So the lineup has to be set. And I feel like that right there would change the game in a fun way, almost like a shootout. And I, and I think they could do it. Um, it, it's not every inning you get to change it. You set that lineup at the 10th right there. If you're going to do the runner at second. All right. So, but you set it as let's say, um, the Phillies set their lineup and the pirates set theirs, or let's say if we're playing the pirates, do the Phillies choose the three that the pirates go out there? No, and no, the pirates no, no. choose the three. No, it's so it's, it's all for entertainment of the fans too. Cause it's so going to be about people like hockey does. Yes. Like, like hockey. So you set those first you. three. If, if nothing's, you know, if, I mean, obviously after those three, you're going to set those guys, but you get to set your lineup or reset your lineup with the guys that uh. are still involved in the game. All right. Well, I don't think that's a bad idea. It's 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 trying to get fans to stay locked in, right? Right. But all right. So let me ask you something. If okay. you were the Phillies, well, I guess this may have been different twenty years ago. If you have a guy at second base and you choose the three, so what? If, what if let's say Bryce, JT, or one of those guys are last out? So that's where you say you adjust. That's where that's where you have to adjust. Now you now you do not have that luxury, but you have. You know, Bryce is going to still hit ninth. So no matter what, the guy that makes the last out is going to hit right. ninth in that new lineup. Okay. Um, but the other eight can flop. I mean, you could, you know, you could have these yeah, guys yeah, yeah. set up again. And I think, I really think that if you want to keep people locked in, that's it. All right. But do you, if, if you were, let's say if it was, if it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, yeah. 10 years ago, would you have a guy that can bunt as the first guy? Ooh. And then you have two guys that can drive him in. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Now that that's going to be dependent on who you're playing. Right. Uh, it, later on in the games, you know, let's say, okay. So you have the angels, right? And you got Otani and you got Mike Trout. You have Anthony Rendon. Okay. That, I mean, that, that's going to be an easy call. You're not going to have anyone bunt. You're going to have one of those guys, you know, with the ability yeah, to do absolutely. things. Uh, if you're one of the light hitting teams like the Padres of years past, yeah, I would do it. I, w- I would try to find a way, depending on where you're playing at. Uh, pet go of 15 years ago, absolutely, right? I mean, that's that's a no brainer because the ball's not flying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it just, I, I just think it would bring in a lot of strategy, a different strategy where it we could try. It it, it has a lot of. Hockey just trust. involved, but just an effort to show that we want to adjust something. Have you have you have you approached anybody with this idea? Uh, I I brought it out last night on WIP uh, when I was on with Joe. Uh, what did he say? He was like, "Whoa!" Like, I, I, okay. <laughs> I, I think it took a lot of people off, you know, just off guard a little bit. Well, I I, I have spent the last couple of days saying that you know I think they should wait a couple innings put a runner at second yeah. base so i haven't thought about different ways to score him yeah um, but i'm okay with that i'm okay with that idea it'd, be, okay it'd just be idea. fun it'd be like look I, I i get another at bat of mike trout i get another at bat of, of bryce yeah. harper uh, i get another fan to say hmm this is interesting you know it's mm. not trying to we're not trying to reinvent the wheel but we're trying to do stuff this year especially to benefit the fan because i i said it the other day one game, one inning, one pitch at a time has got to be the motto to revive the fan. And each player yeah. needs to, I think, embrace it. We as broadcasters need to embrace it because it's important. We can't be 
dogging on this game or the no. way it's played now I more than ever. I agree. I agree. I think that that's, um, quite honestly, I think that's our responsibility too as broadcasters. I think we have to, you know, and, and I'm not saying that we haven't done this before, but everybody has to do a better job of promoting this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying Where know, it's do fake. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that if you work in this game, then you have a love for this game. So you should, that love should come out. If it hasn't before, like I think our love for this game comes out when we do these when we brought do these broadcasts, but I think that it has to come out. I think we owe it to the game and to everybody around it to make sure of that. I think. I hundred percent agree, and I I mean it's. I love going to the ballpark and being in that office, and it's just you and I because it's just it's it, we're always talking the game, we're always talking family. Yeah. I mean it's a, it's fun, and 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 it's it's not the fun part with it with me and you when I talk to you is it's positive. And it's not a fake positive, but we're always trying to find the silver line because, number one, we love this game. It's our mm-hmm. game that we're a part of. A fan is a part of. We have this this deep love for the Phillies. And it, it, it's it. I, I feel like when it comes, you know, when I listen to you, uh, when I listen to Scott, it comes out. And that's what I feel like is not all around the league. It's not on MLB Network, you know, TV or radio all the time. There's people bashing it. It's like – Okay, guys, we we need to do uh, an about face on this and and say, look, we need to promote the game, not take away from it. Yeah, and I think that we're in a world of debate, too, and I think that's part of it. Um, I think that people just, you know, they like to debate. So that's and that's part of our everyday world. It's changed so much over the last 15 years where, you know, people like to debate it. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about getting it rolling. I, you know, I keep thinking, you know, the first thing I thought of when, they said games were going. I'm like, all right, what are we going to wear? Because um, <laughs> you know, we haven't ordered our shirts yet. We got to yeah. order new shirts and tank know, just, tops. Come on, Tim. <laughs> yeah, tank tops. Why well, not? We didn't, we didn't all use quarantine to make sure that our bodies uh, look better when we get back on TV, Kev. <laughs> that is true. I made sure my face looks good for radio. Ben's going to be gray, as he should be. Yeah, he's going to be all natural. <laughs> I, I I actually am just gonna say prove it, Ben, because we yeah. I I don't I still don't believe that he's gonna do that. Maybe we let the cat out of the bag. Maybe we shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Wait, what? We did? We threw him under the bus and backed uh, it up a couple times. No, but I so mean, funny. look, this this whole thing is is crazy because I was asking Scott, and you know, last I mean, how many years now? What did you say that he has six different colors in his hair right now? Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like it, it is, I, I could not, it was almost to the point you're going like, wait, how, how do you, how do you get that many colors? It's like funny. not even that in the rainbow right now. Anyway, uh, it, he has the ability as a uh, radio guy to have a show with, you know, said manager. Uh, yeah. we have the opportunity every day or, you know, we don't know what it's going to be like, obviously this year, but in, in years past to speak with the manager. Uh, to speak with the players. But I, I'm going on the managing side. And as a broadcaster, I've learned that being able to think along with the manager is very much like uh, being a bench, you know, in, in, in the bench role and, and, and thinking along that way. Uh, have you thought about it, you know, especially now with the DH, uh, with the expanded rosters, and maybe that lack or the, the true ability to talk to Joe Girardi and thinking along with him? Well, I, I think that, 
he and I have talked about this. We talked about it about, I guess, three weeks ago. We did a Zoom with a bunch of season ticket holders. Um, and I asked him about the, the potential that there was going to be the DH all the time. He said, you know, I, I had looked forward to the chance to manage in the National League. He said, but I'm kind of just going to be going back to the way I managed in the American League where, you know, guys may get an extra inning, like pitchers may get an extra inning than what they would have gotten if I had to pinch hit for them. So, you know, he, he was thinking about it long before they came up with an agreement on how it was going to change the way, you know, he was going to approach things. I think it also is going to change maybe what the, the first few weeks of the 30 man roster looked like, you know, whereas you may have one extra bench player, but it's probably going to be four extra arms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when they, when they whittle it down to 28 and then 26, you know, maybe he looks at it a little differently, but I think the DH is going to change the way the roster more than anything else is going to be structured. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, if thinking along with him, it may be more about the pitching than it is about the offense yeah. at this point. It really is. Yeah. No, I just, I was just thinking, you know, for a while now, just going, man, if we don't have that ability, to, you know, cause I feel like a lot of uh, our stuff is a relationship thing with, yeah. with, with managers and players and being able to have that, that talk and, and, you know, see what they're working on doing things. Uh, but with managers, it's like, okay, so, you know, I not trying to second guess them at all. It's no, trying I know to just saying. get in that that mind of like, okay, so this move right here, what? And then you kind of get into that routine of being able to think along, and and it doesn't make you sound smarter, but it just makes the flow of the game, and it doesn't, you know, like, you know, with me, oh, a bird, whoo, there it goes. Like it, it's not one of those things where you're, you know, a listener going, wait, why did he say that? You know, there's a reason yeah. behind it. Yeah, I I think that it's, I mean, I think it's going to challenge, you know, the communication part of it. Um, but, you know, he's been so good, as you know, Kev. I mean, he's been so good about everything. Everything. That um, even answering text messages. So we're going to lean on that, except that we know that he won't answer it during the game. Um, yeah. It'll just be from a post-game standpoint. I, I think that's the biggest thing. That's that's where it's going to be different for all of us is to kind of gauge, you know, how to have these communications with it, with, with different guys. Because when, when, when we found out we were coming back, I texted a bunch of the players and said, I'm looking forward to having baseball. I know it's going to be different because we won't, you know, you may not see us. You'll see us from a distance. Just wave. You know, that's that's just going to be it. Us. Yeah, just wave. Yeah, just wave. <laughs> Hold on one sec, T-Mac. That Yingling sponsor, the great sponsor of Yingling, has to come on right now. More with Tom McCarthy up next right here on Pine Talk for Breakfast. Tap into your inner eagle and spread your wings. With Yingling Traditional Lager, a bold amber color near 200 years in the making, all-American brew. So plug in, rock out, and let the night take flight. Yingling Traditional Lager, spread your wings. DJ Yingling and Son, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please drink responsibly. Uh, that voice you hear is Tom McCarthy, the great Tom McCarthy, a dumb, and the voice of the TV side of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, look, I, there's, I, I'm trying to find every bit of me to keep the excitement down right now because I want to make sure that the the health and and safety of, yeah, of everyone absolutely. is involved. Uh, but it's like, man, I just, I, I, I'm being selfish. I can't wait for for games i can't wait to call i can't wait it's going to be weird without fans 
but at the same time, I I wonder, is this a time, and I'm not saying you have to play uh, Matt Klintak on this or, or Joe Girardi, but bringing up those young guys and, and seeing what they could do, it helps out that there's not the fans right now and, and, and being able to ease them into the big league life. Yeah, I, I thought about that the other day. You know, we were we were talking um, in the house with the boys, and they were asking about you know Spencer Howard and Alec Bohm, and you know whether I thought that they were going to have a chance to come up and make the team. Uh, I do. You know, maybe it's ooh, Kev, big jet going overhead. Ooh. What kind? That's a big jet. Wow, is it your private jet? Picking it's not you my private jet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are going to take a tour bus. We're going to take a yeah, private jet. Yeah, my bad. Jet. Sorry about it, guys. John, we're going to take John Crux's private, oh, private jet. God. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about that. I do think that these guys are going to have a chance to to contribute, particularly if the roster is longer. Yeah. And there's not going to be a season for them, which there's not. Um, you know, th- then they can sort of help them along. They can be influenced by this clubhouse. They can see what a big league clubhouse is like. And even if they're on the taxi squad, that means they're still within reach. I also, you know, think that some of the younger pitchers that we haven't even talked about, you know, may come up and may be able to be used out of the bullpen. You know, a guy like Damon Jones and people like that, that that could conceivably have an opportunity that maybe wouldn't have had an opportunity this year. Oh, for sure. And here's the here's my other idea. I brought this up on the radio the other day. I was like, OK, if, if we're here to you're an idea game, guy. I am, because I mean, all I've had is either YouTube, uh, hanging out with Ten and Amanda, or making f- um, making up ideas here, making sourdough. no, we're making bread, yeah. making sourdough bread. <laughs> uh, we're trying to grow the game, no matter what. We have to think about always growing the game and the excitement. Well, part of it is understanding and knowing the younger guys, and and you know, baseball does an unbelievable thing for the All Star Game and the Futures Game. Uh, I was a part of it in 2005. It was incredible. So these taxi squads losing out on a minor league season, why not have all these top prospects for each team? They travel and they play in these big parks and you televise them and, and you can get, you know, you can get, you know, Patrick to do the games. He has an opportunity to do games. I understand TV has their side, but you can get young broadcasters involved and, and get them going for everyone. And it's, it's a win-win for, for you know, young fans as far as seeing young players. Uh, I want to see Wander Franco from the from the Rays. Whether we see him in the big leagues this year or, or or not, what if there's a futures game, Rays versus Phillies, and you got all our young guys, and it's a way for them to compete. Oh, so you're saying this would be separate, just a separate like game. Like in, in the afternoon, before the night game, and then you oh, just go. Well, here, I, I, listen, I think it's a very aggressive and um, optimistic. I like being aggressive. Well, optimistic uh, thought. I like it, but I think Major League Baseball will come back with this. Kevin, let us get through a, our first few weeks of Major League games, and then let us worry about everything else. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a thinker there, Tom. I'm a thinker, okay? So you I want to do it in the postseason? Well, do you want to do it in the postseason? No, no, no. But it would be a, it would be a way, you know, especially uh, throughout the season. It's a way for, for organizations to make sure that their players, their I, top prospects are it. continuing on. These younger guys, these younger like the the A ball guys, can play against some Triple A, you know, talent. Uh, but you know, legit players, it does not have to be nine inning games. It could be a yeah. five or six inning game. It does not matter. It's just the fact of they continue to play, they continue to work at their craft, 
and the game is in good hands because people see it, right? That people can put a face to the name that they're hearing about on, you know, reading about on MLB.com or MILB.com or Baseball America or whatever it may be. Listen, I'm for as much baseball as possible. Um, I think that's something that we, that baseball could do, but I think that's down the road. I really do. I, I think it's a great idea. Thanks, but Tom. I think it's a, it's a September <laughs> idea or October idea. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when the Phillies get locked in and it, it's obviously, you know, 60 games, uh, you know, JT. Yeah. Maybe having this last 60 games and hopefully it's a campaign for all of us to, to show. It, it just sucks because the Philly fans love JT Grimuto and, and, and being around uh, the fans and that love it's hard to, you know what I mean? It's hard to, to forget about. Uh, being yeah. I mean, the fans, I, I think it's, it's imperative. We, we, we figure out something to get things done with him. Well, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I wonder what the landscape is going to be like in the postseason. I really do because of, you know, the fact that there's a hundred games that have not been played. And right now, 162 without fans. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the, the financial landscape will be, you know, not, thinking about the Phillies, but even beyond that, you know, will there be fall off a ladder? uh, No, Carrie (laughs) ran into the door. (laughs) Carrie, Carrie came out of the house and ran into the door. Yeah. I love it. Listen, podcasts have had, have a lot of natural sound to them. I love that. We've got a jet flying over. Yep. You're private. Carrie run into the door. (laughs) It's all part of it. (laughs) She's all right though. She Uh said, I didn't really. I mean, we all knew she was going to be fine. She's a T Mac, right? I mean, you, everything's fine with you, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. But but I do think that um, I think that because I've thought about this. I mean, I'm sure you have too. I, I've thought about how the financial, realistically, what is the landscape going to be like? Some people think that it's going to be fine for many teams, but who knows? Yeah, I think that it's going to be a really interesting postseason uh, when it comes to free agency. Obviously, he's the best catcher in the game. Oh, you know, far. all around catcher in the game. Yeah. If you can keep him, I think it's, you know, there's no doubt they're going to try to do what they can to keep him. And, and they have before. Mm-hmm. They have before. They've tried to keep him with different contract offers. But, you know, I mean, he has a certain number that he wants to wait for. And, you know, for the for the betterment of his family, but also for the, the catching position. So we'll see. Yeah, it's just gonna be exciting just to see him playing again, you know. And hopefully, with you, hopefully he's he's involved with it because it's up to them, you know. And, and their situation, he's got two young ones at home, and you know, uh, Bryce and and you know, I'm that's another one that was I, I we saw it in spring training. I mean, he was killing it. Like it was, it was the point where it's so easy. You're going, oh, we can have the season. He's gonna go off. Is, is he a guy that you look at just in general? Uh, if he goes early, we all go, or is it I a agree. guy like I Andrew McCutcheon? So. I, I think it's both. I think that if, if the Phillies get off to a good start, it, I think it's different than years past, Kev. I yeah. think that as long as they're healthy, get off to a good start, I don't think it's going to be the faltering that we've seen in years past. Now, it's the faltering has been extended past 60 games. So if you're just looking at a 60-game scope, then it's a good thing. Uh, but I think that's important. And, and I do think three, four, and five in the rotation – are really well three four five and possibly six in the rotation whoever that is yeah is going to be all, extremely important for the success they get off to an early start a good start early 
then I feel very confident that they'll be one of the teams that'll be in the, the postseason. Well, I'm extremely confident that one of my favorite things during this entire uh, quarantine and being away from the game has been watching 10 minutes with T-Mac. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I love them. And what, 52 of them? Yeah, but I, I've already got a few in the um, few already in the bank, so we're going to be up to 60 Ooh. by the middle of next okay. week. Okay, so weird. so here here's something. Uh, I have I have my top three, uh-huh. and uh, I know it's not the same as everyone else's, but you know you find it on YouTube, it's amazing. I'm a big Gino Oriema fan. I thought yeah. he was great. Uh, he and, was funny. <laughs> and and Jay Wright, I am. I mean, I've told you that before. Uh, Jay Wright is ridiculous uh it, yeah. what he's done um and it, it's i i think knowing him for the year, couple years i played here uh knowing your guys relationship sarge was amazing oh well God. sarge sarge here's the we wondered how long the sarge one would be yeah so we had about six minutes of bonus coverage with sarge so it was longer than 10 minutes and we probably could have got even more uh, that one was great. The one I just did with, I don't know if anybody saw it, with Bobby Rydell. I, I could have gone seen, on That's with the one it. I haven't seen that one. Uh, he, it was on uh, earlier this week, and he was he was outstanding. And he started singing at one point. And I thought, man, I could have had more songs what? if I had longer than 10 minutes to go with him. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. It Don, was pretty cool. Don Staley was awesome. Like I, I, I'm, there's, yeah. There's so many things that you you did throughout this entire pro. You know, is there one that stands out for you though? Like, is there one that because of, uh, you know, the process and seeing everyone and, and being able to look at them and, and interview them, whether guy girl doesn't matter. Just uh, is there one that stands I, out for you? I got to tell you, the the two actors that I did early on, Miles Teller and mm-hmm. David Boreanaz, um. I thought they were, they were great to chat with. Yeah, I was on with Miles Teller for about an hour after I did the um, really the ten minutes T Mac. Yeah, he is a huge Phillies fan, and same with David Boreanaz. I mean, his you know his dad obviously was a you know uh, in the news business for a long time in Philadelphia, um, and I wasn't sure you know how how it would be to get any of these guys. And they were, I just thought they were awesome. I just thought they were awesome. And it was cool just to chat with them because they're Phillies fans, yeah. you know, beyond being yeah. these actors, but they, they truly do bring their Philly, their Philadelphia fandom with them wherever they go, wherever they go. Yeah. No, is that the miles Teller one where he's talking about the, uh, the vacation streaming. I was like, come yeah. on. Yeah. That and his 93 Phillies cartoon character shirt that he has. <laughs> the night, like they need to bring back the character shirts. Please. I, I agree with that. All I around agree. baseball. I mean, look, you know, Mark McGuire and, and Bo Jackson, those are the ones that, like, I, I, I had growing up and Will Clark. Yeah. And obviously, Barry was life-size life on that one. But, I mean, it is incredible, those those cartoons. I agree with that. He has that t-shirt, the 93 T-shirt. Now, and it's you, in perfect working condition. Do you, like my, <laughs> do you like my other idea about Barry Bonds being a uh, uh, coming out of retirement for, for 60 games and seeing what he could do? Do you think that, well, do you think that Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez would come out if you asked him to come out? Yes. Yeah, Barry, Barry would. And I know I, I know Manny would too, but I mean, I, I've seen Barry hit in the last few years and it's yeah. it's still as loud as can be. Yeah, I, I think they would definitely come out if asked to come out. Oh man, it would be, it's, it, for me, it's one of those things where I look at it and I'm going, you know what, you want to entertain fans? I mean, yeah. let's see what they got. 
Yeah, it would be funny. Barry's a little. Um, I saw him a couple years ago. He's, he's definitely in, still in shape. He's, he's, he's definitely in. He's yep, definitely he's definitely fit. in shape. Yep. <laughs> well, well, T Mac, I appreciate you coming on Pytar for breakfast. breakfast. Uh, your time is up. All right, brother. It, it's uh, it, it's thirty minutes with K Fran. You know. <laughs> It doesn't have the same rhyme. No, it doesn't. No, no. It's not sponsored. It's not, you know, like, yeah. yeah, anyway. It is sponsored today because Yingling is my sponsor. How about that? Is that a self-imposed one or are they actually sponsoring? Oh, I mean, I would self-impose it every time. Yeah, I know you would. That's it, why. It's a sponsor this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what the best part about this whole thing is? I actually get to see you in person soon, and that is one of my favorite things in the world, and I cannot You're not going to recognize me. My hair is totally different. And my beard is, yeah, <laughs> it is It is out there. All right, brother. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, T-Mac, for coming on Pie and Talk for Breakfast in this episode, especially with T-Mac, was brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Elevate your taste, spread your wings. For me, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I, I am lucky. You as a fan are lucky because you get to listen to both as well, but I get to be around both Scott and Tom, and to me, it is it doesn't get better than that. And, you know, Tom's always looked after me, and I appreciate that. <sighs> We get baseball. We get Tom's voice. We get Scott's voice. We get Philly's baseball. Soon. Soon. And I am stoked. Till next time. Let's have a good one. Peace.